The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as a potential for discussions about other topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the person stating them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And tonight we interrupt our regularly scheduled whiskey programming to bring you our patented taste comparisons to another beverage that's near and dear to our livers, beer. But not just any beer, specifically beer that's spent some amount of time aging in barrels that previously contained bourbon. A nearly 30-year-old trend that got its start right here in the good old U.S. of A. And speaking of America, it's pretty damn cold out here right now in our corner of it. So we thought it would be the perfect time to sit back with a couple of bros, crack open a couple of brews, and, you know, complain about shit. So, like he does, Ed's going to start us off by introducing all the beers we're drinking tonight, as well as who we're drinking them with. So we've been talking about this episode with these two guys for a while. We have a long history together. Jay and Christian, say hi, guys. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having us. <laughs> what he means is, thanks. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I worked with Jay for many years, and uh, we have our own stories. But Christian and I, we were neighbors for a long time, and him and I kind of had our craft beer journey. Or we would try a different IPA or something, so we have a long history of drinking beer together, which is why having him here tonight is such a special occasion for us as we do our first episode on beer. And let me tell you about which beer is aged in bourbon barrels we're going to talk about. We um, have an Allagash Barrel and Bean Stout Triple Ale, which is going to come in at a 10% alcohol by volume. Then we have an Allagash Curo Ale. I don't speak French. 11% alcohol by volume. Dragon's Milk Stout, also 11%. The Granddaddy of them all, a Goose Island Bourbon County Stout at a Hold Your Liver 14.1%. Innocent Gun Porter, 7.4%. A Jack Abbey Framenheimer Baltic Porter at 10% alcohol. And then a Trogues Troganator, double Bach, 9.8%. And um, the first one we're going to start with, we thought we would do the Goose Island. First round. Chris brought this. Chris, tell us a little bit about Goose Island and your experience with it. Uh, let's let Scott talk about that beer here. He's <laughs> so got a whole write-up. Maybe we should taste it, and then we can talk about it, because this is the first one. Well, not this one in particular, right? but Goose Island was the first people to do it. All right, let's- I will say it's out of Chicago, and it was thought up in around 1992. It's considered possibly, or is it the first beer in bourbon barrels? It's well, absolutely the first one. They ever. had the idea. <laughs> they did. Well, who the hell knows? I mean, come on, let's be honest here. Beer has been stored in barrels for like... Let's call it the first one commercially produced. First one in America. America. All right, let's take a sip. Tell me what you guys think, and then I'll tell you what they tell you that you should taste. Ooh, all right. Oh, God, that is so dense. Wow. Oh, that's nice. Wow. That's fucking nice. Some of it's still stuck to my fork. Wow. (laughs) 
I don't know if it's worth a dollar an ounce or not, but damn, it tastes like it might be. Was this one 11%? 14. 14.1%. Oh, shit. You're right. It's and like it, almost like a barley wine. Yeah, that's pretty close. Barley wine. Yeah. Mm. Jay, what are you tasting? I'm loving the chewiness of it. I mean, I'm just like chewing on it. Like, like, a, like if beef jerky was a beer? Kind of <laughs> kind of hoping I don't bust a tooth. Wow. You know? It's thick. It's kind of like Robitussin <laughs> mixed with cold, old coffee. Oh. Wow. It reminds me a lot of a beer that I used to get around Christmas time, Sammy Claus. You guys ever had oh, Sammy yeah, Claus yeah, before? Yeah, 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 sure. It has that toasty nut. Wait, um, what's the other one? The elf one. There's a, a mad oh, elf. Oh, mad elf, yeah. Right. Is that Trogues? That's a Trogues. Yeah, that's a, we'll see how that stacks up against the uh, right. Troganator that we have. Yeah, this is really cool. They're asking for you to taste intense aromas of charred oak, vanilla, caramel, and smoke. Mm, caramel? Yeah, I've definitely got the caramel. I suppose vanilla. Yeah, definitely a little There's vanilla a in there. There's definitely a sweet. I don't agree with the Robitussin, but I definitely can taste the <laughs> coffee factor of it. It's a, I think he meant like the thickness of it. I know. Right? I was just teasing, but Is yeah. It's how it coats your tongue. Right. Yeah. Some of us, since we're having bourbon barreled beers, we yeah, figured we I, should have some uh, bourbon on the counter to kind of clean up palate between beers. I finished mine. Pour me more, bitch. Which is why I poured myself more before we started, and you criticized me like you always do, and here I still have bourbon. He's totally right. He's totally <laughs> right. If I may, in particular, I'm really enjoying the way the glass vessel contains it and keeps it from spilling out all over the counter. It's good to have a glass that... Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, Jay's got a little passive-aggressive anger towards me. Yeah. What's that? It's, and, it's, um, it's not... Um, it's not unfounded? It's not unfounded. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, Ed, look how the glass holds. Yeah, so look at the glass. It's perfectly yeah. pristine. Right. There's no cracks in it or anything. So what happened is when I arrived today, I had a bundle of stuff. I had beer. I had the, the bourbon. I had uh, some desserts. And as I took out the bottle of bourbon, I set it down next to the bag and on the counter was four beautiful glasses. Now three. Now three, because I put the bottle right down on the rim of the closest mm. glass and mm-hmm. chipped it. And, you know, you could live with a chip maybe, but then I cracked the whole side down. And uh, I didn't know they were Jay's glasses. That was the funny part. Yeah, I, I thought mean, they were mine. He I was completely they were, unapologetic. I thought they were Scott's. So I'm like, well, well, you know, we'll go to Target and get another four pack for, you know. You ruined off. the whole night, Ed. And then, um, <laughs> and I see Jay, Jay's laughing and I'm like, man, is he like buzzed up already? Is he like just so happy to be here? Like, <laughs> I mean, I broke Scott's glass and he thinks it's hysterical. And then I picked the glass up and I'm looking at the glass I'm like, I don't remember this glass. It was a, a, an amazing glass. It really was, was. Nice and weight, like weight <laughs> right. to it, lead crystal. Like, Past like, tense. Like you just looked at it. You're like, man, I want to put something in here and drink it. Of course, I can't because yeah. it's jagged and sharp you know now. What you, you know what you don't usually want to do when you see a glass of that quality is put something on it. See the big fucking hole at the top? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, where you put, that's where you put stuff in it. Right. And not see how thin and well crafted the edges are. I mean, beautifully well crafted. Right. I mean, it's like a master craftsman. Like, in, like Chris said, they looked hand carved, and I can't argue with that. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful glasses I've ever seen, and that just makes the, all that more tragic. And yeah. uh, if I could take it back, I mean, if I could, you know, maybe even be unborn at this point, if I could just go back and eliminate my existence on the planet just so that glass could hold liquor one more day. Mm. If you were Cher and could turn back time, yeah, if turn back time, that, yeah. that's true. But that's not why we're here. No, no. Um, so Jay, I do need to know though because you have an explain to me anything about the glasses where did you get the glasses freaking ireland that they came from ireland wait you went to ireland didn't you jay i did go to ireland that's in europe and you've been to europe right <laughs> oh yeah i've been to europe i never went to ireland though. yeah i think i've heard about your trip to europe most days I know. But, um <laughs> these guys work together folks <laughs> lunch every day um we don't normally have such fancy glasses at work though and uh they were wedding gift. Yes. Yeah, he was they telling were. me about them, all about them before wedding you got gift. here and broke one. Oh, well, Scott, maybe <laughs> so, you'll tell me about them because Jay's not really being <laughs> Well, familiar. no, here's the deal. I had my family uh, to celebrate my wedding. They wanted to get me something special. They wanted to get my wife and I something special. <laughs> so they said, 
when you're in Ireland, why don't you pick out some crystal? <laughs> the nicest hand-blown. You can edit out hand-blown, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It's, it's awesome. Normally it's hand-or-blown, so right. it's weird it's, to see them combined. It's, 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 that's a great uh, night. It's perfect. Yeah, so hand-blown. Yeah, so we go. So like, we, that's what it sounds like my weekend. So we go and... <laughs> <laughs> so we go and we tour the Waterford... Oh, are they Waterford? Waterford? Oh. They are. Oh, shit. They're Waterford? Yeah. They're God Waterford. Damn it. Hand-blown crystal. And uh, it does get better, though, because if you, were looking, <laughs> it gets better. if you were looking to replace this tasting glass, Ed, yeah. this pattern is only available in Ireland, so you can only get it there. Mm. Well, what the fuck did you bring them here for? <laughs> well, I packed them and unpacked them three times, and I finally said, you know what? I mean, it's going to be a tame night. It's going to be a cultural night. I'm going to learn a lot about bourbon. I'm going to learn maybe a little bit about myself. And instead, I learned mostly about Ed's carelessness. Yeah. <laughs> Is wait, what I learned wait, about. Wait, tame and cultural. You've listened to our podcast before, right? I, I think I caught the first five minutes of one. It seemed. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Shit. I mean, I've destroyed this family heirloom from his wedding. Not really much you can do to come back. He's uh, looking for it I'm now. Looking on for it. He's looking online. He's looking scrolling. Online for He's it. on Amazon right like, now. I'm just dying to see like on eBay, like one of Jay's glasses just sitting there. Do you happen to know the name of the pattern? Clanid. C L A N N A D. It means oh, family. Shit. <laughs> he knows the name of the fucking glass. <laughs> yeah, it means family. God damn it. Wow. Yeah, right. that was a pretty smooth beer. I see mine and Ed's are gone. Yeah. Scott, Jay, I, I'm, I'm still drinking. You guys got to catch up. While Ed's looking like to that. replace um, Jay's glass, <laughs> why don't we family legacy? Why don't we go through a little bit of the barrel aged beer history? It's pretty short, actually. As Christian mentioned, it started in 1992. But wooden barrels have played an important role in the beer brewing industry for centuries. Beer was fermented in wood, aged in wood, shipped in wood, and served from wood. But after its initial use, wooden beer barrels ceased to provide much of anything to the product contained in it, except maybe bacterial infections, because of the low levels of alcohol. Also, wood is porous and difficult to clean, so beer shipped in wood has to be consumed quickly or preserved with either the heavy use of hops, exceedingly high alcohol content, or both. So when metal kegs, fermenters, and storage tanks came along, wood was quickly abandoned. More recently, however, as the American craft beer industry blossomed, some brewers began looking into using barrels again, only this time it was whiskey barrels, the intent being to derive flavors left over from the previous use. And because by law, barrels can be used to make bourbon only once, they were readily available and relatively inexpensive. However, whiskey barrels aren't great for holding carbonated liquid, so after finishing, they need to be recarbonated after emptying and then are usually blended back in with the same unbarreled beer before sale. The very first bourbon barrel-aged beer was developed in 1992, Chris, at Goose Island, Chris, brewery in Chicago, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they choose only barrels that have held whiskey for an average of eight years, and they use them to age their beer for between eight and 24 months in non-climate-controlled space, allowing the extreme heat and cold of Chicago's climate to contract and expand the wood, pulling in and pushing out the barrel whiskey's character into the brew. You did say contract and expand the wood? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. All right. So we're in fifth grade now. <laughs> Exp uh, expand the wood. I'm actually more of a contractual guy, but... Oh, you're a contract the wood guy? Yes. Oh, I see. So... That, sorry, I'm sorry for your wife. Exactly. For many well, reasons. <laughs> but the, but the, the collaboration with, with Goose Island, Scott. Yeah. That was with Jim Beam, if I'm not mistaken. 
That is correct. The original one. The very first. Yeah, Yeah. the very first one was. And since then, Goose Island has expanded their barreling program so much that they now release every year on Black Friday a whole series of barrel-aged beers. And this year, there are four that I wanted to highlight. So there's the original Bourbon County Stout, which we have the 2017 version here. Right. The 2019 version is aged eight months in a mix of Heaven Hill, Buffalo Trace, and Wild Turkey Barrels, saying that they have flavors of cocoa, vanilla, fudge, caramel, almond, leather, and tobacco. True, true, true. I don't know. True. (laughs) (laughs) Bourbon County Wheat Wine Ale, aged eight months in Larceny, weeded barrels. It yields a softer taste profile with caramel, vanilla, butterscotch, and toffee. There's a two-year reserve Bourbon County Stout, aged 24 months in 11-year-old 25th anniversary Knob Creek barrels. Wow. Which have oak, hazelnut, and chocolate flavors. Hold on a second, Scott. Yep. So, um... This Larceny bourbon. Have yeah. you ever had it? We have had it. Yeah, was it any good? Yes. It's delicious. Very good. We episode. paired it with uh, Maker's Mark, also a weeded bourbon, in episode 12. Sweet. Yeah. Had you listened to episode yeah. 12? <laughs> <laughs> it's right we, listen, it's a podcast. If you haven't listened to episode 12, go back and listen to that episode. Uh, one little uh, tidbit of information. Yes. Actually, the IPA came about. As you said earlier in that, you know, in your little... In my rambling. In your rambling. That's what we thought, yeah. The IPA came about the fact that beer barely lasted in these freaking barrels. Right. Because hops have antimicrobial properties. That is correct. Yes. Mm. They're Mm. all... all Science, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, science, bitches. They're like natural preservative. Right. Was it the India... India... uh, Paleo? No, the India company, the... uh, Dutch West Indies. The Dutch West Indies. Dutch Dutch West Indies. I think that's when it all started, right? That is exactly when it started. Yeah. History, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ed, you'll like this one. So the last one that I wanted to highlight from Goose Island coming out this year is the Bourbon County Double Barrel Stout. It's aged 12 months in 11-year-old Elijah Craig barrels, and then another 12 months in 12-year-old Elijah Craig barrels. Wow. But they don't have any taste profile notes on their First website. All, so I love the fact that with the eleven year Elijah Craig is they just were got impatient. They just couldn't wait. <laughs> like, ah well, fucking yeah. crack it open right now. Let's drink it. Yeah, sure. Uh and you know what? There's a Goose Island brew house in Philly, which I didn't know about until I was researching this, and it's only a half a mile from where I work. I think, oh shit. I think we have to go. Hell yeah. Yeah. You taking me too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sweet. Everyone can go. All right, let's go. All right, man. All right, bro, let's go. Second round. Ed is pouring the second beer. Oh, much more carbonated. Look at that thing. This is the um, Allagash Barrel and Bean, and it's a um, it's an ale, actually. Right, Can a, you slide one of those down here, Absolutely. Ed? I'm Share the crack. love. Look at the head on that compared to what we just drank. Yeah, there's a lot it. more carbonation, and it's a lot lighter. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, this is the one that was um, mixed with coffee bean. Wow. Mixed with coffee bean and so well, light. You right. never know that looking at it, but- No. A Belgium-style golden ale, aged in bourbon barrels for seven weeks- then blended in some cold brewed coffee. Does that smell anything like what you thought it was going to smell? I mean, based on the color. Back you really that. have to breathe in deeply to smell the coffee. Like if you breathe in deep, you can kind of go, oh, there might be a coffee like three miles away that I could get. Wow. Are you guys getting a lot of smoke? Um, Yeah, I'm getting some it, of that. It does taste smoky. I'm getting a ton of smoke. And a little bit of coffee aftertaste. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a completely different taste characteristics than the wow. first one. Yeah. Chris, what are you tasting? Beer. <laughs> so the... um. 
<laughs> the flavor notes that they tell us to look for are vanilla, caramel, and a dash of cold brew coffee, which is pretty basic. I mean, that's- Vanilla, caramel, and a dash of cold brew coffee. On fire. On right. fire. On top of what Chris said, which is the basic beer, beer. flavor to start. Are we drinking a beer that tastes like a bourbon, that tastes like a coffee- It's like my three favorite beverages all wrapped up into one. Coffee, whiskey, and beer. It's perfection. (laughs) Actually, though, I like the Goose Island better. I actually like this better. No, the Goose Island murdered this beer. Mm, Murdered, killed it, put it outside, broke the glass. (laughs) I mean, if I'm out someplace, I'm drinking the Allagash. If I just got done setting up the Christmas tree and I'm on the couch. Home by the fire. I agree. I agree. I like your um, categorization there. Yeah, that's a fair analogy. It's fair. All right, so should we uh, take a break and pour ourselves the third? Yeah, we got to finish these off and we have to stop sounding like NPR and get a little energy. (laughs) I know. We're a little stayed right now. I think uh, once we get a couple more beers in it. The problem is we didn't pregame like we normally do. Well, there's also a lot of anger in the room right now. There's a little tension. There's a little tension between Jay and Ed. There's a little bit. bit, um, Just I'm not going to lie. It caused a little awkwardness because I didn't know I broke his family air. air they are air sitting room. on opposite sides of the breakfast bar, right. however. Thankfully. So, <laughs> right. so we'll, uh, we'll come back and we're going to probably, I would say, we're going to hit the Dragon's Milk Stout. And then it might be time for the Framing Hammer Baltic Porter. Have you guys spent any time in Portland? Where this is from? No. Do you? Yeah. Um, nice place. Gritty McDuff's is up there. The original one was like in downtown Portland. Go in. There's a mug club. There are all these ceramic mugs at ceiling. The guy gets a hook, brings down your mug. And you know, keeps oh, track wow. here. It's a nice place. Very cool. Was this when you were in like a punk band or something? No, this is uh, Christina's family, or should I say, Clanid is uh, <laughs> is from. <laughs> so completely cannot believe what I walked into. <laughs> Ed, you're an indentured servant for sure. I'll tell you what. I mean, you can't put this on the podcast, me saying I don't like bourbon, but I don't like bourbon and I don't like coffee, and I'm liking this. What do you mean you don't like bourbon? Like, at all? Like, you just don't- Never really. You never really developed a taste for it? I've never really tried it. Well, well, what did you think of the uh, Eagle Rare that we gave you? Just a little taste. I gave it back. This alligator. You gave it back? (laughs) I gave it back politely. (laughs) I tried a couple sips and- uh, I've never seen Jay drink any spirits, to be honest. Oh, well, I mean, you know, that's fine. Well, you have rubbing alcohol, right? (laughs) For your joints. Rubbing? I do yeah, do rub. quite a bit of rubbing on my joints. <laughs> Hello. Yes, Rubbing thank you. alcohol on his joints. Save no, it. Thanks for taking No, I'm recording. This uh, is all recording. Okay. We haven't actually like Uh-oh. taken the break yet. I thought, right. I thought we had taken a break. Well, right. we said we were going to take we a break. We said we were going to take a break. What the fuck really is a break? I mean, we're sitting there, we're drinking <laughs> beer. When you say break, do you mean we have to leave? Right. It's, not no, like we're like, it's not like we're in a coal mine right now. Like, no, like, taking a break means I actually press pause on the record. So, that's that's like, so we can, really, we don't really even have to. Let's fuck it. Let's just keep going. Yeah, just keep going. Can we reach the next beer? Let's reach the next beer. Yeah, which one did you want? The Dragon's Out? Yeah, it's all the way to the far side. There we go. Third round. Who makes this, Scott? Um, New Holland. New Holland Brewery makes it. Dragon Snout, Ed, or Dragon Stout? Dragon's Milk Bourbon Barrel Stout. 11% alcohol, so it gets you there. Roasty, malty, and smooth. Mm, That's all it says? That's it. All right. Nowhere near the aroma to this one. Dragon's Milk is a 17th century term used to describe the strong beer usually reserved for royalty. Ooh. Oh, knowledge. Mm. Medieval knowledge. Mm. That's medieval knowledge on you bitches. I've often um, had a secret belief that Christian's about six to 700 years old. I haven't been able to prove it yet. (laughs) 
Um, like he's some sort of vampire? No, like closer to a Highlander. A Highlander, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like just from the Clan McLeod. Yeah, like, like just you know. That's why he's so mellow. He's Christian just, McLeod. He's just tired from the being alive seven centuries and all the <laughs> questions he's had to answer. Shit, I mean, I would be too. Yeah, yeah. it's like Google's such a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Google's such a relief to the ever living. <laughs> he's like Mumra. <laughs> I was just gonna say Mumra. The ever living. Yeah. Little Thundercat time from, from after, <laughs> Thundercats, after school shit. time for all of us when we were growing up. <laughs> schnarf, schnarf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking so about. So this yeah. ale was aged for 120 days, it says here. 120 days. Okay. Yep. This is uh, my favorite so far, this beer here. Anyone just see Ed <laughs> mash the beer bottle into yet another class? Did you hear that? I mean, we have... You can't jump your way out of this. I saw it with my eyes. And I, it's on, tried, it's I on, tried to ignore Why does Ed hate the glassware? <laughs> what, I, what is he? What, what are you Oh, doing? my God. Somebody cut me down from the cross already. I am I'm so just saying, sorry. What kind of sick individual goes, Scott, goes go ahead, after do it, a guy's Scott. glassware? Anyway. Anyway. What? Ed smash! Chris, I believe you had some thoughts you wanted to share with us about this latest beer. No, that just that was, that trumped everything I had to say right there. Ending glass and beer now. Ending glass now. Get beer and now in glass. And like smashing glass. Jagged edge is good. Anyway, oh my God. turns anyway. out oh turns my out God. New Holland makes their own freaking bourbon. So oh, so they use their own barrels. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. That's, no, and they also. <laughs> <laughs> we are on they, the edge of our seats, man. What, they, what do you got? Make their own wood. They, they age their bourbon <laughs> in these casks. Oh. So that's like looking in a mirror infinitely. They the make beer. the bourbon in order to have barrels for the beer. What came uh -oh. first, the bourbon or the beer? Wow. wow. So the age-old philosophical question. Reminds me of the time I spent at Yards Brewery where... It's like a flute in your pussy. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> what? That was that was band camp. <laughs> oh, that was band that camp. Was I'm band sorry. Camp. I'm so no, sorry. <laughs> timing of that, man. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway, uh, continue. At yards, they brew the beer. They send the mash out to a local farm. They use that. The <laughs> the animals. This is. There's no way this is going to make it on there. <laughs> anyway, you'll be surprised. They, <laughs> We'll, we'll put bagpipes behind it. It'll sound great. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> cows, eat, the cows eat the mash, right? The cows eat Christian the McLeod of the Clan McLeod, living for 700 years. <laughs> Thank God for Google. <laughs> it's not even worth it. I want to hear what happens after they eat the mash. It's I'm on, not even worth it. I then wanna... they kill the cows and they use... So I'm Wait, eating the wait okay, I'm, sh I'm, I'm all locked in now. What? So I'm drinking one of their beers. I'm eating a burger that's made from a cow that was oh, fed, fed the that, mash. The mash. Oh, it was grain mash fed cow meat that you were eating the burger. Right. While oh, you were drinking wow. the beer. While, While you were drinking so the like, beer. That's a hell of a pyramid there. The circle of night. <laughs> so what we're doing here is. Hello, come here, Well, everyone crashed 
It's the last episode recorded at this location. Yeah. So this this is my favorite beer so far. Oh wait, we don't have to be quiet till ten o'clock. What time By the way, Chris has said that two times in a row. Let's see how many times he says it until we get to his <laughs> ultimate favorite beer. Does anybody yeah. feel like this one's less complex? I think it's sort of a, like a lighter version of the Goose Island. Yeah, this is good. You're 100 percent right. The Goose Island is way more complex than this, but it goes to what, how much you feel like drinking tonight. Do you want to drink mm-hmm. one Goose Island yeah. or do you want to hang out a bit? Right. This isn't like you decorate the Christmas tree. This mm-hmm. is like you put up a wreath and, <laughs> and just sat down because you were tired. And then you just, right. Fourth round. Yeah! What are we drinking? The Innocent Gun Porter. Okay. It's a healthy pour. That's a friendly bartender pour. It's half a bottle. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Cheers. Ed, cheers. Cheers, brother. Thank you. Where's Innocent Gun from? Innocent Gun, uh, Chris. Since suddenly I'm you're the this. research guy, I guess. I'm on this one. You <laughs> All right. enjoy. You talk. Okay, okay thanks. Uh, who's Yay. got the bottle, Ed? I do. Give All Jay right. a couple minutes. Okay. Well, the bottle says, a bourbon barrel porter mm. is the coming together of Kentucky and Tennessee bourbon barrels and Scottish craft beer. Complex and dark, this beer is matured using our unique barrel aging process to give it a depth of flavor with notes of chocolate, vanilla, and orange. Deep, rich, and complex. I'm guessing this is Chris's favorite beer so far. <laughs> Why is that? Because he said that about everyone. Have I? All right. Here's the. <laughs> all right. Here's the story. Um, they are an American country music duo consisting of Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. Oh both, yeah, shit! Both, I know them. Both vocalists and songwriters. Oh. They were founded in 1990 through the suggestion of uh, Tim. D- oh, wait a minute. This is Brooks and Dunn. I I think that's something else. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my I was sitting there going like, wait, I don't think that, I was gonna, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, so, sorry, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> the night ends with me smashing other three glasses in a fist fight in the kitchen. <laughs> so do you guys taste it? What, what are you tasting it? I like it. I like it too. It's. I think I'd like it it's better good. than the dragon's milk. It's comparable to uh, a yingling black and tan, if you ask me. Mm, oh, similar. I mean, I, I can see. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I have to tell you, I really haven't had a beer today where I was like, ooh, no. Like, yeah. I can drink any of these. They're all really good. These are all pretty good. It's going to be very interesting when we try to compile the order that we like these. A little more carbonation on this one, a little more zip yeah. on the, on the think, tongue. Yeah, I think there's a little bit more flavor. Right. So far, the um, barrel and bean was the most carbonated, right, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, this is out of Scotland, United Kingdom. The Innocent Gun. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it is actually a foreign beer. As I remember, Chris and I used to drink another version of this. It was like a 24-ounce bottle that we used to get. I was probably drunk. Yeah. I do not <laughs> remember this. <laughs> I mean, um, they live right next door. They didn't have to drive yeah, Chris, anywhere. <laughs> um, Chris spent a lot of time working second shift, so he would get off work at 11. And, and Ed would be in full <laughs> Freemason what do you call that? Regalia? Yeah, I would have my tuxedo on. I would get home from the lodge. It'd be like 1045. I'd be like, oh, shit, Chris is going to be home. Because he literally works five minutes from his house. So I'd go in, grab my bourbon. So you, you're you actually a Mason, Ed? Yeah, I'm a Freemason. This is the first time that we've mentioned that. Yeah, week. I've been a Freemason since uh, about 2005. Also Illuminati. <laughs> I'm not Illuminati. Aren't you? Illuminati. Stop talking right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> a funny story real quick i joined the masons and i was married at the time and i get a call from the lodge and my wife at the time she's like hey george is from the lodge on the phone for you so i'm like take it upstairs he's like yeah we need an extra non-speaking person for this thing they have part of the ritual you just walk around you don't even say anything you're just beating a body i'm like yeah sure george i'll help out so then uh 
get off the phone. I'm thinking, my, I know my wife, she's uber curious. So I, I grab a suitcase and I just come down the steps with it. And she's like, what are you doing? I go, I'm going to Europe. Don't ask any fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what? What? <laughs> you trolled your own oh, wife? Oh, I did. It was great. I sat by the step and I laughed. And she used to stand at me like she still didn't know what the joke was. And I'm like, basically, we got it in bingo or something. Like, it's like that. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing exciting going on. But it was just great because I knew she was like, it's our first call from the lodge. What does this mean? It's her eyes like, it was like the best. <laughs> That's so funny. Moments. So anyway, so I would be outside and I would stand in his driveway, like the liquor bottle, two shot glasses, smoking a cigar, waiting for him to get there. He'd pull in and lights would hit me. I'm like, there I am. <laughs> Tuxedo. <laughs> bow tie. Bow tie, chop hat with a couple of glasses and some nice bourbon and the uh, best neighbor I've ever had. And Aww. then, and we sit there, we drink, we talk, he'd laugh, he'd glance up at the window behind him and be like, yeah, I gotta go talk to the wife. She's up. So, so. <laughs> that was an up. amazing story. Ed. Thank you. I like the part about you holding the two glasses. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, the funny story is... Um, it took you, me a minute. If uh, you knew how many times that one of those glasses got broke in my pocket as I was oh, walking out there because yeah. I would put two glasses one inside the other. Sometimes bad things happen to good glasses. What's amazing is I don't think in the 18 episodes we've done that I've broken a glass. No, you haven't. I've never broke a glass before. Mm-hmm. How many years of bad luck is that? Seven, right? No, that's it's a, a mirror. mirror. Yeah, that's yeah, a mirror. That's marriage. <laughs> oh. Your wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, she shan't. She shan't. Shan't. <laughs> Uh, should we take a break yeah, now? I think yeah, like, okay. let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Fifth round. All right, we took a short break, everybody. Um, we went through four of the beers. And we have mm-hmm. three left to enjoy. And uh, the next we're doing is Jack's Abbey Bourbon Barrel-Aged Framinghammer Baltic Porter. And Jay's going to tell us a little bit about that. Jack's Abbey is from Framingham, Massachusetts. Mm. It's a little bit southeast, I believe, of Boston. Mm-hmm. So they named it Framinghammer after Framingham. Mm, so what do you guys think? What do you, what, <laughs> well, I, what do you, I thought that story wasn't going to be much, Jay, but damn, it was a riveting. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so this was I like uh, how the beginning was right next to the end. <laughs> it was so, so quick. Framingham-er it was, was named after Framingham. Okay, <laughs> good. So um John Adams probably walked through Framingham at some point. Probably not. Probably so, not. So this won the World Beer Cup of 2014 for mm. the Porter style beer. Now, some interesting things, Chris. Yes. On the label, it says oats and brown sugar. And then my favorite part, big, bold, and black. Oh, damn. Oh. Which is either a really good beer or a really good porn movie. Or racist. <laughs> as all... As all porters are this is a lager style and it has many similarities to an imperial stout mm. i i would agree with that also i do agree with oats and brown sugar i mean this is really like kind of solid heavy mm-hmm. uh, robitussin i would bit? i would put it between the goose <laughs> island and the dragon yes stout. Dragon yeah it's exactly. exactly yeah yeah but look at the legs it leaves on the bottom of the glass when yes. you tilt that thing back look at the mm-hmm. stickiness like an oily finish almost. yeah it yeah. has like a little bit of a hop bitterness to it in the finish right and it's a strong 10 percent. damn it'll get you there i'll tell you that right now when chris and i used to drink a lot of beer together we'd get together on saturday and a couple of hop devils from victory like that mm. two hop devils and yeah. like it just everything just shifts man like the whole week sh- falls off your shoulders you get this stupid 
little grin on your face. The hop grin. We both go for the third one because we're splitting a six pack and we look at each other like, oh my God, what were you we so fucking uptight about an hour ago? Like, <laughs> nobody remembers. We drink the third one. We're just laughing. You know, the kids don't cry. They're yelling, whatever. Like Beans don't burn in the kitchen. Just, Fish don't fry on the grill. Took a whole lot of trying just, just to get, get over that, that hill. hill. I think- now we're up in the big leagues. Taking our turn at bat. Oh, yeah. Long we live. You, me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, we're moving on up. To the east side. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. We're moving on up. Moving on up. To the east side. We did it. Wow. We did it. We turned We finally it. found a beat. Oh, bye, bye. All right, if anybody's interested, yeah. just take a little nip of chocolate and then take mm. a sip and watch how that brings out this. Uh, All right, so we have some uh, dark chocolate stars. Yes, yeah. we do. From, from, Trader, from Trader Joe's shortbread. And if Trader Joe's would like to send us some, <laughs> some free stuff. Some chocolate stars. Just like, I don't know, like the back of my the back of my tongue and the roof of my mouth back there with the chocolate. Boy, Scott's you, got a little ASMR going. I was going to say, and if you close your eyes, wow. you can almost hear Scott. Chomping like a freaking animal, <laughs> you know. <sighs> Whiskey short. <laughs> I want to point out that Betty White is not oh, dead. Shit, that was good. Yo, right? dude, dag. It, it like wakes up the back of your mouth. Oh Hell yeah, yeah. that yeah. was nice. You know what else would wake up the back of your mouth? Come here. Hello. Yeah. There's, a, um, there's a hoax on the uh, on Twitter this, uh, today that Betty White died. <laughs> Betty White's not dead. She's 97. She's I was going to say, Betty White better not have fucking died. Yeah. I will cry. Betty White is actually scheduled to be a guest here next week on the uh, on oh the God, Whiskey Tangent Bank. That so great. Yeah. It's going to be me, Scott, and Betty White, and we're going to do- um, Krusty Muffins? Yes. Krusty Muffins. God and, willing. I wish I'd be <clears> Arthur. That's what I want to have. Wait. Did she die? She died, but I mean- She did I, die. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're just, you know- I know. How about Nell Carter? Can we yeah, have her? No, I want Nell Carter, B. Arthur. <laughs> Give me a break. And, um. <laughs> I just think so great. Nell Carter, uh, Mother Teresa, and uh, Teresa. Meryl Streep are going to be here next week. Oh, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Well, at least one's alive. <laughs> oh, wait, Nell Carter died. That's right. Damn. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, the Framing Hammer is better than I expected. It's actually very, very good. Yeah, that was good. I feel like it's a nice mix. Like, the one that we had a couple beers ago, I said it, it lacked complexity. Yeah, the Dragon's Milk. This, I feel like, is a nice balance. There's some stuff going on in there, taste-wise, but it's not knocking you over the head with... Uh, insert things that would knock you over the head. (laughs) Sledgehammers. Right. All right. Next beer. All right. Next beer will be the uh, Troganator. Six round. Ed, now that's how you pour a perfectly freaking quartered beer. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, All right, Scott's is a little high. Do you guys want to talk about beer for a second? Look at the color of this thing. It's a that is gorgeous. It is a spectacular color. Maybe the best we've had. We've had a lot of dark ones. The color described by them is bronze, and bronze. I, I think that's very accurate. I mean, that's almost like a cherry cola. Dr. Pepper is the word you're looking for. That's a beautiful color. Hold on. What the hell is this called? This is called the Trogues Troganator Double Bock. And we're back to a stronger flavor profile. I mean, you can smell it already. 9.8% alcohol. Chocolate Munich Pilsner. 
Oh, is it? I think Settle you said it was in. a double bock. It says malt. It says chocolate Munich Pilsner for the malt. Maybe that's where the malt comes from. Oh. It's, a, it's a double bock beer aged in bourbon barrels. You're right. Gotcha. In 2018. And I feel like I need Jay's glasses for this. Uh, Scott, can you read this from the top, please? All right. Settle in for an alternate take on Troganator. An extended stay in bourbon barrels has transformed this fiercely loved double bock mm. into a nuanced layer cake of toasted coconut, creme brulee, and whiskey-soaked oak. Love it. Way back when, Troganator caught everyone, including us, by surprise. But putting it in barrels was a sure thing. Opulent, silky, and downright otherworldly. Bourbon barrel-aged Troganator is for the believers. Ooh. This is a fun little beer. It tastes like flat Coke mixed with quinine. Quinine? Which is a... Which is Past a the funny, malaria. Which I is, know. <laughs> and is also an ingredient in seltzer. Somebody tonic, passed the malaria. Tonic? Tonic, tonic water. Yeah. Tonic or seltzer. Right. Both. Okay. Now, knowing nothing about bourbon or Except whiskey, not seltzer, yeah. if you asked me what would happen <laughs> if you brewed beer and poured it in a barrel that right. had previously been used to... Right. Cure malaria. That's what it would right. taste like? Kind of in its simplest form. Mm. This is how I thought the taste if would be used. If you ask me, they went heavy on the malt to mask the fact that the beer tastes like shit. Wow. Damn, yo. Damn. I, I'm going to agree with Chris right now. Absolutely. Like, out of the six that we tasted, this is the bottom of the six. Right. Yeah, this, this is, is number six. And yeah. it's it's also it's like incredibly molasses. expensive. All right, so let's move on to the Alagash. Yeah, so uh, before we move on, they do have some good beers. And I will Trogues does. Yeah, Mad yeah. Elf, right? Mad Elf is Oh, Mad yeah, Trogues Mad Elf is uh, Mad very Elf. fun. And yeah. if you wanted to send us a case of Mad Elf, <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings. Tis the season. Am I right? <laughs> You're now like basically booty calling Trogues. You've like totally trashed Hi, them. Trogues. Um, no. Are you up? <laughs> yeah. What are you wearing, Trogues? Trogues are you wearing Mad Elf? Come over. <laughs> No, we're just kidding. We don't like you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. What's your sister? Trogues, you suck. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's go to Allagash. You suck. Let's pour the Allagash. Right, uh, we, we, we've been recording forever. <laughs> Seventh round. Oh, another, another cork one. Now, the last one, the Allagash Curo, is a beautiful bottle. It's a pint, 9.4 ounces. It's tall and beautiful and got some ba- mm. bourbon barrels on the label. Mm. And uh, we're going to pour that up right now. And it, it's an ale. Yeah, my glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, before I break them, you should probably take them back. Yeah, what am I sitting on? Oh, Ed just touched my glasses. And Ed's, didn't, Ed's didn't breaking break all of Jay's glasses, including the ones he wears on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that this kind of smells a little skunked. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Just take a sip of it. It doesn't taste skunked. It does smell a little bit skunked. I agree. Wow. I'm a foot away from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's offensive. It's offensive. It is. No, I don't want more. This brand was uh, first brewed back in 2004, their inaugural foray into barrel aging. To make this beer, they take their triple, a golden ale, with notes of honey and passion fruit, and age it in bourbon barrels. For seven weeks. After seven weeks, they empty the barrels and blend the beer with a small portion of fresh triple. The resulting rich golden ale features notes of coconut, vanilla, and a hint of bourbon. When did they put the live skunk in it? And they, <laughs> and they, Seriously. they say to pair Seriously. it with, with cheese. Like Limburger? Like, or? like cheese. 
Oh wow, hand. wow! That's that's a uh, surprisingly interesting. Considering interesting. what it smells like, it tastes a lot better. Chris, yeah, it tastes I, like a Belgian ale. It tastes like a Belgian ale to me. I don't like this at all. Oh, I like not, it a lot. Not one bit. I do like it. Nope. You, you'll finish your beer right now. I will now. not. You are being a petulant child. <laughs> do not act all petulant. I like the Trogues Doppelbach better. Oh. I agree with Scott. It, mm. it tastes like- Thank you, Chris. It tastes like rubbing alcohol mixed with cotton candy. It's terrible. I would not feed this to my worst enemy. Yeah. Jay? I'm actually okay with it. So I don't really like the Belgian-style beers and I do. very much. I do. And I'm, I'm turning my I back don't back. like wheat beers either. I'm not I looking do. at you This anymore. tastes like it might give you hives. Yeah, so I think that's probably why I don't like this. So I, I like recuse myself from the judging of this beer. No, you don't yeah. like it. That, what do you no, mean? it's funny that, that I'm going to take these Well, I don't think it's fair off. to the beer because I don't like that style of beer. Oh. And, and it was only barrel aged for seven weeks. Like mm. maybe seven months yeah, would be you, helpful. You can't taste whiskey at all. No, I, I don't taste no. anything whiskey or barrel aged about that like this tastes like a cheap blue moon that someone like put pancake syrup in well if you don't like it say a ho garden oh ho garden's awful remember exactly. that i remember fucking Hogarden. hate ho i'm going to get an jay how do you gun. feel about it jay uh and i think it, for me after today's you know run through those seven beers for me this is like coming home this is where i'm most comfortable in the beer family i really enjoy a vit beer uh it's a great way to finish well it's good now it's funny i hate hogarten it's a disgusting beer to me terrible but there are some like chimay yeah i, I like, love it i like chimay and orval have you ever had orval i haven't i haven't i'm telling you jay it's these little tiny 11 ounce bottles and they are spectacular and i mm. i will try to find some for you to make up for breaking your glass if i can find orval at least i can do is bring orval into your life because it's one of the best belts I've ever had or um, like a, a Le Fin de Bon yes oh I like that right that's a good See, beer I, I mean to that's me that's a good beer this is terrible to me that's where this is heading it's not there yet but mm, I see but, what you're saying that's where this is heading and you know the first word that Chris mentioned was interesting and uh curo means curious in French so ah. you know there's some mystery built into this beer okay so here's what we're gonna do now we're gonna go through all the beers and we're gonna rate them one to ten all right, it's fair enough. Okay, so we're going to go uh, Goose Island. Ed, what did you think of it? Eight. One to ten. Eight. A Goose Island. I'm going to give it a nine. Chris? I'm going to say eight. Jay? Seven. Seven. Okay. Barrel and Bean. Ed? I liked it a lot, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that, that an eight as well. Eight. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Chris? Later. I'm going to say seven. Jay? I will also go seven. The Dragon's Milk. Ed? Nine. Nine. Um, I'm going to give that an eight. I'm going to give that a nine. Jay? I've got a whole pile of sevens here. I'm going to go seven. Okay. Innis and Gun. Ed? Yeah, I'm going eight on that. Eight. I'm going eight. Chris is going eight. Jay? Eight, please. Eight. Eight's all down the wow. board. Uh, the Framing Hammer. I forget it, what that- It was immemorable. Like. You know what I mean? I I'm going to go with a seven. Seven. Me personally. All right. Ed, what do six. you got? Six. I'm going to go six. Jay? Six. All right. The Troganator. Ed? I'm going to go a, a six on that. Six on that. That's a five. Chris? I'm going to go with a four. Four. Jay? I like ass. <laughs> okay. A nine. <laughs> He's an ass man. He's an ass uh, man. No, I'm a bit of an ass man. A bit so, of a, you know. A, he's tossed a bit of sound in his day. Right. Yeah. right. Seven. Seven. You know, I've right. got plenty of them. Right. And the Curo, Ed? That's the one I'm drinking right now. I, yep. Seven. Seven. I'm going to give it a two. Oh, damn. Chris? I thought you were accusing yourself. Wow, Chris, you can't go below a five. That's that's skew, the skewing. Is it, is it? It's skewing the. I'm gonna give it a three. All right, how about a three? Damn, Jay? Gonna, I'll give it a seven. Another, seven, another seven. Okay, so we're gonna. All right, so do the statistics here and see which beer won. And quiet while he's statisticing. 
There's no talking at this point. Scott is ravaging an Excel program. With he's the, so focused. With the speed that we've oh, never I, seen. He's so focused. I did, it, I did the wrong. He's doing the wrong columns, though. He's doing the wrong. And I watched he, him. I did do did, the wrong columns. He did the Sorry. Pythagorean shh. theorem. Everyone, shh. Please be quiet while the master is working. Okay. Maybe you should have let Jay do this. He is a math teacher. Oh, are you? Oh, my God. He just cut and pasted the whole GD spreadsheet below. I did no such thing. All right. So, it is oh. a three-way tie. Wow, that's weird. Between- Maybe I shouldn't have given everything a seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-way tie between the Goose Island, the Dragon's Milk, and the Innocent Gun. Sim- drop the lowest of each one. All right, so the playoffs, there's still a tie between the Goose Island and the Dragon's Milk. The Dragon's Milk had two nines, so I think the Dragon's Milk wins. And guess which one lost? The fucking shitty ass Curo. Thank you. Drinking it right now. So Lost. what have we learned? We've learned that Chris and I hate the Curo. <laughs> That's the <laughs> main thing we're we taking learned. away tonight. Yeah, that was disastrous. It messed up my whole palate. Oh, it's terrible. Ugh. We've also learned that Innocent Gun have never put out a successful country album. Not one time. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not like Brooks and Dunn. Right. Right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Jay, can I tell my favorite story about you and me when you're drinking beer? Sure, oh. go ahead. Yes, go ahead. So me and Jay were doing some stand-up comedy one night at open mic, and in between our five-minute sets that we had to do, we decided to drink a plethora of beer. So we drove a colleague home, and we got to her apartment. Jay laid on the couch and took a little nap while I drank her vodka and ate all of her matzah crackers with butter, evidently. Like, literally all of her matzah. She had no food to offer During Passover. <laughs> it was during Passover, so I'm literally eating dry ass matzo crackers with butter on it, and then just vodka. shoving and vodka, and just shoving in my mouth. Right, and Jay, that that sums you up. It's man. so great, yeah. right? It's so great. It's, it's an image. Wait, wait, who hasn't seen Ed uninvitedly ravage their kitchen? <laughs> Right? It's Nobody. Happened. Right. Nobody. It always like, happens. Like, yeah, like, like you turn around. You've got Ed there. You know, you wanted Ed there. You invited Ed there. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, and hey, are these frozen waffles and for you anybody? turn around, you're like, damn, man, he's like all up in my freezer. He, he literally gold- has his hands in your drawers. Are these, right. goldfish, are these goldfish for your kids' lunches or can anyone have them? Hey. So, so me... <laughs> So, we're, so Jay's laying on the couch. I'm eating the matzah. She finally throws us out because it's appropriate. We get home. We went to sleep about three in the morning. Six thirty, you wake up. I realize, Jay, you never called your house, bro. Like you're, you're like married with the family. This isn't a good thing. Like I was married too. I know the rules. Like you can stay out, but you got at least text. So <laughs> where's your phone? I have no idea where my phone is. So I'm thinking in my mind, what if you left the phone at our colleague's apartment? Then your wife is going to use find my iPhone oh. and show up there. At some young girl's apartment, like, is my husband here? And it's really awkward. But no, he left at the bar, so it was oh, all, right. all right. Yay. Yeah, but he's still got See? Him. See? So I am really responsible. <laughs> right. Until you tell your it's wife that Eddie broke your glass. It's my favorite. I've met mm. Jay's wife. <laughs> she is really cool. Okay, cool. And I think she would understand. Yeah, but it was my favorite story. Because I did that one time. Like, I was hammered, and I just slept in my car. And then I arrived home at 6.45 in the morning. And, and tried- my wife had no idea and where you And your were. wife was there. Like, oh, my God, Jay's <laughs> wife is waiting for me. What are you doing here? <laughs> my wife was wide awake drinking coffee, waiting for me at 6.45 in the morning. It was like a Saturday. I'm like, why the fuck are you even up right now? She's like, why are you coming in right now? <laughs> and hey, where are you? Scott. And let me And let me smell your penis. <laughs> oh, Scott. Yes. 
I heard you were uh, married to a cheerleader. I was. Can you elaborate? Elaborate on <laughs> elaborate, that? Elaborate. Elaborate on well, that. Well, yeah, she was um, cheerleader for the Philadelphia Soul for I think two seasons, and she tried out for the Eagles several times and made it to the finals several times. But yeah, and uh, she just never made it. I dated a member of the original Philadelphia 76ers dream team. Liar. Julius Irving? No, no, no. The, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I was wondering. <laughs> Moses Malone? I told you. <laughs> I told you I like my lovers big, black, and bold. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Chocolate. It says, it says right on the bottle he bought. Chocolate Thunder. Big, black, bold. No, in uh, 89, maybe? Nine. We totally believe you. <laughs> Six, Sixers had cheerleaders. I had a girlfriend at summer camp. Shut they up. Were, they were known as the-, the My girlfriend's in Canada. Shut up. The, <laughs> the dream team. It was uh, the first year. My girlfriend lives in Sweden. <laughs> totally. Right. She totally does. But you can't reach her now, so don't, right. so don't try. I totally had a girlfriend in summer camp. Shut up. Her name is Inga. Her name is Charles Barkley. <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Maybe we should wrap it no, up. No, not yet. We're not no? done. No. Oh, we're not done? All no, right. No, we're just getting funny. It took, took two hours to get hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of editing for me. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> Before we leave, I just want to say my friend Bob, who's been a big supporter of the podcast in Arizona, he actually uh, married a schoolmate of ours who actually was an Eagle cheerleader. And oh. so he got the married Eagle cheerleader. Nice. And Brenda, congratulations. I'm not on, jealous at all. On being with Bob and uh, for being an Eagle cheerleader. And uh, you guys are great. Thanks so much for listening. And I guess we will wrap it up. We've had seven delicious beers. And uh, I'm, I'm actually sipping on Eagle Rare bourbon well, right now. Five delicious beers. We had five delicious beers and two other beers. And uh, we spent, a, and really for the amount of beer we drank, we spent an inordinate amount of, of dollars on those beers. We could have gotten like five freaking bottles of whiskey. Right. We could have gotten cases and cases of regular good beer just to have extraordinarily unique beer. Okay. It, it yeah. was All right. really I mean, fun and worth it. Though. Yeah, it was right. worth it. It was a great time. So, but- once again, if you want to try something different when you're out in the beer world, try some bourbon barrel aged ones, especially the Goose Island, which is the original, and Dragon's Milk, if you can find it. But I want to really thank Christian and Jay for being here, two of my uh, oldest friends, and a great history of beer and friendship. Jay, Chris, thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having us, man. I'll come back and talk about glassware or anything you uh, wish to speak about. (laughs) I will blow your glassware at the end if it shuts you up. Oh, okay. All right. Everyone calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. Drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. And don't drive and drink. Be well. Later. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent. And follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy. And follow Scott at giant cup of awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey. You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. 
And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.